Greetings, my friends. I'm Brent Adams, and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. We are so excited to be with you today and talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, one of the most unlikely entries in the MCU, something that many people never could have imagined that it would happen or how it would happen. But after Sony had a failed attempt to reboot the franchise with the Andrew Garfield and Mark Webb Spider-Man films, they finally struck a deal to share the character, which led to, of course, Spider-Man having his guest spot in Captain America Civil War. And now, finally, we get to see a solo Spider-Man film that takes place within the MCU alongside MCU characters like Tony Stark, Happy Hogan, and others. And we finally get to see Tom Holland as Peter Parker in Spider-Man taking on a film on his own. We were so excited to see this movie. It's one of the biggest movies in the calendar for us this year. So I am going to stop talking and we are going to get right to the action. This is the drive home breakdown for Spider-Man Homecoming. Tony! <laughs> Tony! <laughs> I have some popcorn. You haven't even had popcorn this time. God, I just want some popcorn. I, I feel like too. we should just eat it right into the mic. I do too. Well, I mean, that's popular. Well, it's a popular choice. Anybody, oh, anybody that's going to do a movie podcast and is not eating popcorn directly into the microphone, I mean, you're an amateur. Come on. Come on. Uh, this is how the big boys do it, even though we are not doing it today, on account of the fact that... We want some to survive the trip. We want some to survive the trip home, <laughs> so I've got it in the back seat out of reach of both of us. I mean, technically, I can get to it. Oh, well. That's fine. So you but you didn't bring water, so you're taking your life in your hands. Yeah, I know, and then that's very possible. Anyway, let's... Many people commented on the last episode about how afraid they were, concerned for your health. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Tony... Well, t- well, talking a lot and eating popcorn at the same time might not be the smartest thing. And we've got a lot to talk about today. Oh, yeah, we do. Because we've just seen Spider-Man Homecoming. Da-da-da-da! Oh, my gosh. Dude, they... Uh, like, Marvel just keeps getting better! You know, it's, and I understand that Sony helped with this, but let—I mean, this look, is a fucking Marvel movie. Let's be honest. They, they with helped by getting out of the way. That's exactly how they helped. I, uh, that is exactly how they I, helped. I, I will, there, there was—I will say—I felt, and I will listen. This did not. This did not, to me, feel exclusively like that Marvel feel we talk about. No, it—it it, it it does did, have a, a bit of a unique flavor. It, and and it, and I'm not even necessarily saying it's like you know oh it's like the it's a hybrid of Sony and Marvel or anything like that. No, I just it's it not did that. it did feel more. You know, it, it felt like it was aimed at a, a little younger audience. It felt like it was kind of aimed a little yeah. more at the age of Peter Parker. You know, this, like it, it was not in a bad way. Just no, you know, it, but it is different from the other Marvel movies in that respect. Yeah, this I think so. is the superhero movie John Waters never directed. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, that's what the, I mean. This I, movie I would agree, is would a John Waters film that happens to be about Spider-Man, and it's really about all of the, the the trouble and the drama and the growing pains and everything of you know being a, a fucking high schooler. We're I talking about like who, like like uh, are we going the wrong way? Yep. Oh. We can't make a left down there. Um, I fucked I mean, it up. You can't legally. <laughs> no, I mean, not legally. Um, I can't legally drive we're, on we're the talking sidewalk. About, we're talking about John Hughes, doing? right? Yeah. What did I say? John Waters. Yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. I just for a second, I was, yeah, I was making sorry. sure I was making sure I wasn't agreeing with something. Me like, oh, actually, I no, don't no, have no, no. Yeah, no. John Hughes. John um, Hughes. Uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. This is a John Hughes film that happens to star Spider-Man. I, like that's yeah, yeah. That's really how it feels to me. It, you know, the thing that was interesting to me too is really the first half of the film. It feels a little um, the the humor and whatnot. It 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 just it feels a little more. It did remind me a little more of the older Spider-Man films. You know, there yeah. Spider-Man is a little. I don't know. You know, uh, a little a little goofier. A little you know. I mean, he, he's a kid. He's like going through the things that you know you, you go through as a teenager. And I really dug that. I mean, still had you know the vibe of what uh, what we like about the Marvel movies. But yeah, it was a little. It was a little lighter in tone, in all honesty, and then, then it really, you know, it's, it, it starts to turn, and um, you know, once they start, once they go down, once they kind of go down the path that they're that they're going, it gets, it gets way more serious, you know. Yeah. It really, it really starts to, yeah, 
really starts to turn. And as I, as I the gravity that. and the consequences yeah. and everything begin to pile up, and you know, hey, and, being Spider-Man's not all crack, cracking jokes. And, well, you know, and they and they manage to do hands. they manage to do the one thing that like Marvel I think has done a, a pretty good job of you know that like you know we've the thing that I think people get tired of with DC to some degree is that we just them we, sucking is that we constantly see. Um, you know the the origin stories so much. Yeah. Now, very true. now, to the to be fair, we have also seen that with Spider Man to some at to least some twice. Degree. But they and if you're our age, able, more like three or four times. Yes. But they were more they were uh, they were more able to avoid that. Although I would argue that they kind of you, we didn't see the origin per se, but they still did the things of like. Seeing someone that he likes that's close to him, like you know, yeah. almost get killed. It's and, still you know, a growing pains movie. Exactly. Well, and, and if you think about it, but they it, did it in a way that was fresh enough that you know you don't feel like, oh lordy, okay, we get it, you know. Yeah, I mean, thematically, it's identical to Iron Man, Thor, Doctor Strange. It's about it's about a person learning to be responsible. It's about you know, like the main character, the yeah. hero, learning to be responsible. And in similar fashion, you know, to uh, to, to the way those films have gone as well the hero starts off already being pretty badass yeah yeah then maybe gets a little a little hubris you know it gets a little bit too overconfident and then they they fall a bit and then they have to redeem themselves so thematically very very similar but because a 14 year old has a much different set of problems yeah day-to-day life than tony stark or thor or whatever it ends up having a very, very fresh kind of flavor, even though yeah. fundamentals are still the same. Yeah, so, exactly. Which I think that works out all right. I, I, I thought it worked really well. I um, I tell you, man, they, they... I don't even know where to start. I, I, I just I don't either. Like, Okay, well, let's I start... Love, I will say I love Tom Holland as yeah. as Peter Parker. Oh, man, I, just, yeah. I, think, I think he... No doubt about that. It's just perfect. Like, you know, I, I, I will say that I've actually not been um i've not been like oh, i fucking hated you know andrew garfield as spider-man or i fucking hated toby Maguire as spider-man no, not at all. i actually think i remember for both of them in their first films as spider-man thinking i think they did a pretty good choice yeah. but they definitely did the old school movie making vibe of we got to make him older we got you know it's just it's got to be an older person they just you know an older person will be able to pull off the motions we'll need later in the film right right i thought I mean, you know, and I'm not sure exactly how old Tom Holland is. I think, I think he's like 18, 19. Yeah, so he's, really he's a couple years within what they're you know saying that he is. Yeah. Really I young. thought he did just phenomenally well. Like, you know, he, he you really felt that, like, you know, him trying so hard not to fuck everything up and, you yeah. know, uh, everything, you know, school and, you know, school, friends. School, life, superhero shit. Yeah. So... Uh, again, I mean, there's just so much to love about it. I, I'm, I'm struggling to, to think of where to start. I'll, I'll, one thing that I'll mention, just because it was a neat Easter egg, is the principal yes, of the school. Yeah. There's the scene where he's reprimanding Peter. He's giving him all, you know, all the detention and so forth. There's a picture on top of his filing cabinet of the the character from Captain America: The First Avenger, the Howling yeah. Commando, yep. uh, whose name escapes me. The name of the character and you realize this must be his great great grandson yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That was a really neat little it's just a neat little thing in the background that, you know, yeah. has no real bearing on things. But uh yeah, I, I totally dug that. I, I the whole the one thing I I, I I remember thinking through the whole film is I loved that this was very, very aware of like the world that they that that it lives within, you know, yeah. from the very beginning, when they're, I mean, you know, let's be honest, we've not really seen the aftermath of you know the the, the incident in New York, you know, that, that yeah. happened in the first. Well, Avengers. not not in the movies. The TV not in the shows movie. have kind of done. Well, that, that is true. You're, that's fair. But in the movies, we definitely haven't. Yeah. And you know, I love how they, you know, from the very beginning, you know, they kind of reference that, and you know, I, it's, like it's a core part it. of what. Yeah, what you know it turns into, and um, they set up it, damage control. Yeah, right, uh, like in the right first, of, like two minutes of the film, two or three minutes of the film, they set up damage control, and they put us right back, you know, in the aftermath of the Shatari invasion, the yep. Avengers. That's a, it's ironic that this movie, being a 
being, I don't know how tenuous the threat is, but being that this is a joint Sony Marvel yeah. film, oh, it's mean, one of the most deeply entrenched. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, they're they're constantly referencing the Avengers. They're constantly. Yeah. I mean, Iron Man is in it a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, a, a character from the Iron Man films is in it a lot. You know, in, yeah. in, uh, this in, has got uh, the most. I mean, this has got the most Happy Hogan since probably Iron Man two. Maybe even more to some. I mean, possible or, or close. Well, least. he's not in Iron Man three a great deal. That's true. Yeah, you know, he might be in this more than he was in Iron Man. And 3. and also the uh, Cap. Cap is in it. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> quite a bit. And I love. I love. Like, oh dude, it, it was all worth it for that payoff at the end. But even even oh, before the taxi that, is beautiful. Even before that, all of those little moments were like. Um, you know, a good friend of mine, your coach here, and he points the other yeah, direction. He's on he's the other on side. The I, just, side I, of I love how generic that is. And oh, then right man. after that, I love the line, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a war crime criminal ever. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway we, let's do state, sit-ups. These are state-sponsored. We are, or, or these are uh, required by the state to watch, so let's get let's get going. You know, you know it's just, <laughs> I just, I love oh, how man. dismissive it is, but I... Uh, no, dude, there's, there's so many, I mean, like... And you're, and you're having changes in your body, and I know how that is. And I know what that's like, dude. The, just, the humor... Love that. The, there are, I mean, there are laughs aplenty in this movie. There are some really, really. I good mean, when ones too. you know, you gotta think about when Captain America, Chris Evans, one of you know the the highest paid people in some of the highest grossing you know, movies. movies of all time are in as as little cameo comic relief comic relief things. It just it really. This is why Marvel wins. Marvel made a you know that, that's the one thing I will say I really liked is like you know Sony I know is very very protective and you know what I, I'll even say that I understand that I don't know that I've been really crazy about where they're taking you know some of their chances but it, I'm just I'm glad they took this chance but I also do think it was really up you know Marvel had a big piece of them coming up with like look hey we'll have fucking Iron Man in there we'll, we'll oh, get yeah. we'll, we'll get we'll get Cap in there we'll get you know we'll we'll give you a lot to yeah. make this work and I think it just it pays off so well yeah. in the film the Marvel movie method works yeah it works that's I, I that's the thing the the threads the little call outs i was thinking of the the cameo chris heavens has in thor 2 where loki transforms briefly into captain america yep and is oh i you know, feel it the patriotism the virtue yeah yeah god bless it you know and all that stuff, and, but even, they, even they have, that they have been doing things like yeah. this for a while. But even that is like played for a more serious kind of. I mean, it's it's fairly it's a comical moment. Yeah, but it's played for. It's not as goof goofball. Exactly, as this exactly, yeah. and, and and it's a Marvel property. So again, it's like you you kind of. It's not quite as surprising. Although, man, I I, I will say I was. The first clip I thought was hilarious. Then when it came back again, and then came back again, yeah. you know, just yeah. it was. Uh, Taxing at the end with you know patience. Yeah. Patience is <laughs> it's I, terrific. There, there was one joke I was really there's one joke I was really surprised they did was when that the the little blonde haired girl's talking to what's her name on the benches. She said She's, I'd, I'd F I'd F I'd, Thor. I'd F Thor. I'd marry. I mean so basically said this little girl saying I'm gonna fuck Thor on on screen, which I did I mean yep. I, I it just I was kinda surprised they went there, but they, they weren't afraid to be, you know talk like I know like kids actually kids talk. actually talk, but yeah. I was a little surprised. That but it is surprising it. when a movie kind of acknowledges that. Yeah, yeah. F Thor, I, I think who, she said Mary Cap. Mary Cap, kill, uh, kill Hulk, Hulk kill Iron Man. I, I can't, can't even remember. remember. I can't remember the three. I just remember I, maybe. I just remember her saying I'd fuck <laughs> Thor, and I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, the uh, okay, so the movie starts off as these movies often do. Setting up the villain, yeah. Setting up Keaton as Vulture, and yeah. it's beautifully done. It's beautifully done. They spend so little time developing him as a villain, but they give you everything you need, yeah, to make it work. On a, you know, earnest, hardworking guy, screwed over by the man, screwed over by Tony Stark, screwed over by the government, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, damage control, um, desperate, financially desperate because of. The situation that they're in, it's it's just a no-brainer. It's a one, two, three. Oh yeah, sure, of course. You know these guys are gonna these guys are gonna use their their industrial know-how, the tech they've got. They're gonna steal money, and then it yeah. escalates beyond that. And I, I think that uh, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I mean, I remember I, you and I saying that 
a big part of the reason we want to see this fucking movie is Keaton. Oh, and he does not disappoint. He like so here, here's and, and this might be the, a, a one point of criticism I, I I might have for the film. He was amazing as Vulture. Yeah, I actually really like Bokeem Woodbine as the Shocker. After, I, I did. After I agree. He took yeah. up the mantle from 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 dead other dude. guy. Yeah, um, I kept waiting for him to you know. Get some hand lotion. I, well, and I love, there's in one it. shot at the end where he's wearing like that leather jacket that has yellow yeah, down the side. Yeah, and I was kind of yeah. like, oh, that's pretty, you know, it's, yeah, nice, it's little, a nice little tip of the hat. But, um, you know, I, I dug that. The one the one thing I will say, because I love the initial setup and I love where he ended, uh-huh. I I did feel like we went a little bit from, look, man, I gotta, I gotta make things happen to like, you know, I mean, the only thing I'm doing is just buying a really nice house for my family. Like, I wanted there to be some, like, progression. But they just jumped the eight years. And you're just supposed to kind of assume right. that, like, well, he just... Along the he, way. It, you know, at first they were living in a dump and he had to get to a better place. And then it became this really nice place. And then it's just, we got to we gotta maintain this lifestyle. Right. I, I wanted there to be just, like, a teeny tiny something there of, like, you know, look, I can't... I can barely feed my fucking kids or something, you know. And then, and you know, like some reason, I mean, you know, they do the. He's preparing I trucks, a, I a geostorm you know. bunker in case, <laughs> in case Andy Garcia becomes president. Oh god, that was that was. Aside from maybe the trailer for Pitch Perfect Three, that was the most painful part of his watching the trailer for Geostorm. I don't. Anyway. I'm trying to decide if the trailer for Geostorm is worse than the trailer for the Core. Because that was pretty nah, bad too. That was probably pretty. That was probably worse. Core was probably probably worse. All right, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Because this one has Gerard Butler. So I mean, uh, I, that's true. I'd have sex with Gerard Butler. Let's be honest. Who wouldn't? Uh, um, but anyway, back the, to Spider Man. But I, I that was that was maybe my only little things. I felt like I wanted to see just an inkling more about. You know, I get where he's at at the end, and I get where you know he started out. I just. It's like in your head, you kind of have to, you have to make, you know, connections that I kind of wish, because like, I'm not quite there. I'm like, you know, I don't understand him being as, the intensity that he comes with him at the end there, when he's going to, you know, like you walk in there, or I fucking fucking kill kill you. You You know, I, I, I love that. And I thought he was amazing at that. I don't know that I really believe that character got from that point. In just eight years, I don't know. I don't it, with, without something else spurring it on. But I, but I, I mean did, that's a that's a very and I mean don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like that ruined the movie for me. Yeah, okay. I fucking loved it. Like I I thought I thought he was maybe one of the best villains we've had in the Marvel universe. Of, you know because this is considered yeah. cinematic Marvel universe, it's right? MCU. So um, it's canon now. So um, you know I I thought he was actually one of the most believable in terms of their like. He's gonna fucking kill these. You know, he's gonna he's gonna he's kill, gonna kill whoever he has, if he has to. Kill. to. Um, but but I, that the, was like a that was like a little tiny thing I, I had. You know the I, I don't uh, I did not feel that way personally. But the taxing the first taxing with him in prison, they do kind of play it like he's not he's not all the way bad. He's, he's, he's mostly not, he's bad. Not, yeah. And but I, I suppose he could be saving, you know, for selfish he's reasons. Saving for some I, only I will exactly. have vengeance on Spider-Man, or, or whatever. Or he doesn't want to give him any, you know. Uh, he doesn't want to let let him know that he does know, so he goes after his family to get that information later. Or something, True, you know enough. what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that was There's probably all kinds more of more self uh, preservation, self serving than than you can look. Maybe at I've either, turned over a good leaf. You can look <laughs> at it either way. It's not that he's turned over a good leaf, but maybe he's like, well. The kid did drag me out of a fire. Yeah, but that, yeah that's true. That yeah, is so true. If, if not a good person, he maybe he's at least an honorable person. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's 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 fair. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit because he really does. You know, in fairness, he does he does talk a lot about like respecting him, and I like I can see what she likes in you, kid. You yeah, know, like yeah. a, a lot of that stuff that I do. I, I it was it, the thing I liked about it, is it felt like a real character. He did feel like it, you know I liked. I liked what it was. And I guess maybe this is going to be a good time to talk about the twist. The twist. That's right. We, I, I asked yesterday because I was busy all week and I totally forgot to promote it on Twitter. But uh, we asked you guys to uh, send us some questions to talk about on the show and you did. So uh, the first one comes from Tony. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm not going to uh, read and drive at the same time. Do you so remember where it was? You. Yeah, it was, I, it was right down screen. Oh, it was, I'm sorry. I believe it's from okay. Robert R. All right, uh, Robert R., uh, The Twist. Uh, 
Are we going through all of them? Yeah, well, uh, just start. Yeah, just go through everything that, that he says. Okay, so uh, number one, the twist. OMG. No number two, the car. Ch- the car scene might go down in history. And number three, the showdown? Question mark. Meh. And four, best Spider-Man to date. Uh, and he really kind of liked Spider, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. All right. So Amazing Spider-Man Two was the one with. That was the one with. Um, that was the one that we. You know, I think we came out of it really liking. Yeah. That was the one that had um, the shock electro. It had uh, electro. Yeah, yeah. That was Jamie Foxx's. Yeah, I remember coming out of that actually really enjoying Shocker. it. I will admit, going back afterwards, it uh, it had some problems. Yeah. But I, but, I, but I do but I I've really remember us coming out of the theater actually we, really enjoying it. I, I did. We really enjoyed it at the time. It did not age well. Uh, thank you so much for the uh, for the questions and topics of discussion. The twist is a terrific, terrific moment. I had not even considered. I had not even considered yeah. the possibility that, that something like that would happen. But as soon as the door opens up and he's standing there, he's like. Oh, of course, of well, course, it's her I father. Will, I will say, and I honest to goodness had not heard anything about it, but at, at about, I don't know, maybe 10, 20, minutes, 30 minutes before, something before that, that yeah. part, he kept talking about family, and he kept talking about everything he was going to do to, 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 you know, yeah. take care of them. And something, I just, in my head, I kept, you know, kind of remember thinking, like, you know, who, are we going to see... Like, I kept thinking, are we going to see his family? Like, is his daughter going to be in a, you know, hospital that needs, like, billions of dollars a day to keep her alive? You know, right, is that right. why he's doing this? Is that? And it kept going down. And then, like, right when he said... Right when they say something about... I mean, walks up there. And just before... Like, just before... She's had like had And I was like... Oh, my God. Because I, le- I was about to yeah. lean over to you. Before I could lean over and said, you don't... And before I could even say it is when he comes on, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So like, I did not really see it coming, but I got this like intuition that like they're gonna have to do something to explain both sides, like you know what you know him and and you know why why they're what they're doing here at this point. But man, I thought that was I thought that was phenomenal. Thought it was so great twist, and you know they do a, a great job of. I mean, you know she's she's obviously you know she's she's. African American. Her her mother's African American because you do see her earlier in the film when yeah. she you know hugs her after they almost die at the um, at the uh, slave built America uh, Washington Monument <laughs> at the, the slave built um, Washington Monument. And uh, you know so th- they kind of do all these things that to be honest with you, it just your 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 average reaction is probably in the back of your head to be like oh, okay you know so her parents are probably black you know it's right. just like you know at not not one. like trying to be racist you know at but least then, at least one but that's the thing that's black. why when it when it happens I think you're taken even more by by surprise it was such a good it such was, a good reveal and it was a great reveal and and his oh go ahead I'm sorry well and the thing that I was thinking about as we were watching the film is that it's such a trope of Spider-Man lore since time and memoria that Peter's actual life and then his career as Spider-Man that they would merge that they would yep. cross over and they do this they do this in the Raimi films and not like I said it's just a trope of Spider-Man yeah. so doing it here is completely awesome yeah. it's a really really great tip of the hat to all kinds of Spider-Man storylines over the years and it's really executed well. well there's ter- there's just terrific tension oh man that and then I love the scene where Keaton is figuring it out in the car man I'm t- so like I, I leaned over to you just at that moment because I, I really I wasn't sure who knew what at that point yeah because even Peter I'm, I'm not sure if he immediately knows as we, soon as he hears the voice or if he's he is kind of nervous and he's like piecing it together the more he hears his voice like so, my spider sense is tingling kind of right, thing right and then, like, once he's, like, in the car and he's talking a little bit more, or, or maybe even when he's, like, waving the knife at him, you know, saying, good answer, <laughs> which is which is great. It was, like, great, like, dad taking care of his daughter humor yeah. before before uh, he knows. And at the time, I wasn't really sure if Keaton didn't already know, too. Like, maybe he heard his voice and he's like, You're oh, wondering. Shit, you are you know? wondering. But, I, man, so, I'm going to be honest, really tension-filled scene. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. these kind of movies don't normally, like, normally the, the scenes you get like that are, like, a fucking... You know, the bomb's about to go off, or even like a fucking gangster movie where you know you know this guy's gonna get you know the the, the yeah like the, the guy, good who's guy the that's cover. always there is gonna get gonna get plugged at the right, end, but right, you know right. you're 
You're waiting for it to happen. It was. They were it, really it, ratcheting up the anxiety. Oh, they did. They did such a good job with that scene. I, I, I thought it was. Oh, I just thought it was so good. And then I love, he's like, I'm going to give him the dad talk. You know, yeah. he kind of has that like <laughs> yeah. little, and Peter's in the back like, he's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, me. you just, and then he leans over with a gun. Like, yep. I love, I love that, like, I don't know, it's just, it's like. They, yeah, they shit, go there. Shit just, shit, shit just got real. It got real, I really real expected fast. him to somehow, when, when he walks in later in the, you know, later in the film, when he, you know, when. Peter gets out of the rubble and he makes his way to the to that building and he's walking up and, and he obviously knows he's coming. I mean, or, or, or maybe not obviously, but he suspects that he's coming because he doesn't seem surprised when Peter says, you know, hey, you. And I kind of expected, um, I kind of halfway expected that scene maybe even for him to have like um, M.A. or something like that. Like one of those, you know, kind of classic, like somehow he did figure out who he was. And got his family oh, right, and was right, like, yeah. and I told you. I was going, I'm trying to remember. Maybe I may be wrong. Maybe that was before that scene. I'm, I'm losing track of the timeline. Let's see. On that. But okay, anyway. it is. No, no, no. It, it's after the car scene because he has the new. Thing. It's yeah. That's right. It's at the very end. Yeah, it, it's right. It's right before he goes off to, to take down the plane. Yeah. So I kind of I did sort of suspect that maybe in that time frame of him getting crushed under the rubble or you know something like, like that. Like once that, Keaton left the school, he immediately went. and yeah. Got yeah. Aunt May as an insurance policy kind of thing. Like, there was that thing where when, when he says, um, there's something about that. Like, and now you know, you know, now the nod was to the fact that he was her father. Yeah. But at the time, I thought it was that he was putting it together. When he sees the footage of Spider-Man saving him and being like, okay, so my daughter was there. Spider-Man was there. He's not usually in D.C. Yeah. He must be going Peter to her was, school or something. Or, he, you know, like maybe he was piecing right, that right, together. Right, right, he, right. You can see him kind of thinking, huh, that's, that's, that's a big coincidence. That's a little bit of a, more of a coincidence than I'm, I'm happy, I'm comfortable with or whatever. Right. And uh, anyway, I just they did so many little, little things like that that I thought were just so good, so good. And a lot of those moments they leave to the actors to just let you... Let you see the wheels turning, you Dude, know, with, Keaton, without... Keaton was just, like, every little twerk of his lip, uh, like, little yeah. squint of his eye, like, little... He just had, like, there were so many times when he was just looking at you, and you're like, I don't know if you're, you know, my buddy, or you're gonna kill me right now. Like, he just, he, he has this, like, just this intensity, man, that was so... I, I thought he was perfect. I think, so, maybe the Ke- we'll... The Keaton we'll, magic. Let's go to some others. Um, well, and I was gonna say, because wasn't there one that was talking about that, um... Let's see here. Most of them are up. Most of them are up. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you think that picking Michael Keaton as the Vulture is trying to use the success of his past movies, like such as being Batman and being Birdman? Yes. I absolutely think so. Yeah, it's... it's That's that's 90% of the reason most people get cast in films. But I... that right there. You know, and I do think there is something to be said for the fact that, like... The fact that yeah, there is kind of like this nod to the fact that you know it's he's he's obviously he's been in, in superhero films before, you know now he kind of gets to play the superhero villain, Birdman. In all fairness, was was that was almost more of a thing talk speaking back to his his role as Batman, you know, yeah, almost playing then, off of that. Yeah, and this I think is more just giving him the opportunity to be the baddie. You who, know, to, who asked that uh, question? Uh, that was uh, I missed the movie. Um, that was Fatui. Right on. So, uh, Good yes. question, Fed. So, um... Now, there was another... There was one in there that, that I read. I think, it, I think it was one of the last ones that we got asked at towards the very, very top. Very, very top. Oh, the top of the... Um... This way? Sorry. Yep. Okay, sorry. And they, they, uh, they just mentioned something. There's like a neat synchronicity from... For Keaton, from Batman how to fitting, Bird... How fitting is it for Keaton to go from Batman to Birdman to Vulture? Yeah. And that was from uh, Labitz. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Um, that is. I mean, it's very that's, it's it's very cool, you know? Keaton is one of those guys that I, I don't know that I really thought was still going to be in the game like he is. And if anything, he's kind of... He's, he's maybe bigger now than he's ever been. Yeah, he's really like, had a resurgence since Birdman. I, um... The last thing I saw him in before this, just, you know, having watched something, uh, not necessarily the most recent thing he did, the most recent thing I saw him in, was, um, what was that thing about the um, the cover-up of the Catholic... Oh, yeah, Spotlight. Story, Spotlight. Yeah, where he, he plays where, the... Uh, 
he plays like the, the, guy the, head, the, Globe. the head of that newspaper division in, in the Boston Globe. Like, yeah. so good in that. Yeah, he terrific. Just, he was re- I mean, everybody was really good, but that was, he was so good in that film. He was. Um, he's just, he's, he's, he's really, you know. Keaton has never lacked for talent. He, he hasn't, although I don't know that I, you know, he's not necessarily who, who I would have thought of for this role. Like, not, not saying, like, I don't think he ended up being perfect for it. It's just, I don't know that I would have called that. You know, I probably, right. I don't know. You know, I, I, I... He's a great choice, though. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a very good choice. And it's kind of nice, you know, we, we, so we haven't had the Vulture in a Spider-Man film yet. Yep. I mean, we've had five Spider-Man films up till now. Um, one of our other questions was, um, he ends up being one we can tie... Yo, he did do an amazing job. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. What was the one? Uh, so Lance Latham asks, uh, all right, time time to rank the Spider-Man movies. Ooh. So um, what would you what would you say? Well, from from the Raimi era, I think Spider-Man 2 is my favorite. Spider-Man 2 is legitimately, I think, still one of the best comic book movies out. Yeah. I think um, of the of the Amazing Spider-Man flicks, I, I think I like the first one a bit more. And uh, man, I don't know. I mean, having just like having just seen this one, I can say I'm more excited about this one than any of the others to date. I guess that the the excitement on this one is that it uh, it just. It fits so well. It with fits so, many so well other into the MCU. We, yeah. It has so many threads going into the MCU, and the, we have such a future with it. Like I just, yeah, you know, I know. Like I've already, you know, watched the 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 footage of uh, Infinity War. Well, no, I haven't seen that yet. Have I you watched it. No, I so haven't watched it. Yet I will admit, I tried to go down and track it down. I was going to say that preview they put out, like maybe a couple months back, and it basically oh, like it's the Tony first Stark. day of filming. Yeah, yeah, right. Tony Stark. Star-Lord. Um, Star-Lord and Spider-Man are standing on that rubble, like, you know, and, the thing, and I'm just thinking, God. Oh, my God. Damn, this is just so cool. Oh, like, my God. I, just, I never, honest to God, never would have thought we would be getting the movies we're getting now. I, I just yeah. never, I, I never in my wildest dreams believed that we could get to this point where they're doing what they're doing. Like, I just, I've always thought, like, ah, eh, we'll have a, you know, eventually somebody will make a good Iron Man movie, and we'll right, have that to look right. like. Eventually somebody might make a cool Captain America movie. Not... We'll have a string of good movies from each of those characters, and a string of crossover movies from those characters, yeah. and stories from lesser-known characters that are around these characters that also. T- you know, I mean, I know it. it I could not have. I, the, my my wildest wish would not have been would have been for less than what we've ended up getting out of yeah. out of the MCU. That's a, that's and, the perfect way of putting it. And that's not to you say that the movies are perfect, you know. But I do think. They are about as close as you can get to it with with the amount of material that we have. You know, I mean, like, just the amount of things. I mean, like, you know, we've, we've famously talked about, like, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Not my favorite Iron Man. No. You know, um, Dark, uh, Dark World, uh, Thor, uh, Second Thor. Yeah. Not, not no. super excited about it. No. But on the average, and, and, like, it's like that whole, uh, you know, something's, you know more than the sum of its parts kind yeah. of thing like the MCU has just done such a good job of tying these things in and now that we've got you know Spider-Man in the mix I uh, I don't know if we talked about did you did you happen to see that interview with um, Fe- uh, Kevin Feige and um, what's the woman's name from Sony um, that's in charge of I, I don't I know who you're talking about She she's the one that had her emails leaked when yes. Sony got hacked. Yes. And, and she's still, like, she's out at Sony, yeah. except for that she still has a deal that, like, keeps her in with the Spider-Man franchise. Like, yeah. She, where she's, like, is it Amy like, Pascal? I think that is right. I yeah. think that's right. Did you happen to see the interview they had when I they were now? So they, they were basically announcing um, the new Venom film and... Which um, Tom Hardy's doing. Yes. And it was, it was the most... We we should talk about this more, you know, when we have more time to do it. But it was the most cringe-worthy thing I've ever seen because I, you, you go into it with these such good feelings about how seemingly—I mean, we hadn't seen the movie at this point—Spider-Man was going to be like, oh, they, they fucking figured it out. They yeah. figured it out. Just fucking they let Marvel do it. Let Sony get you know their 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 piece of it. Yep. Best of best of all worlds. The, yeah. the audience gets what they want. You know, just perfect. 
And so she says something about, you know, have, you know having worked with Marvel, great, da-da-da-da-da. And then she says, you know, and uh, with our new uh, uh, Venom film with Tom Hardy, we're going to, you know, bring that in. And you can kind of tell Feige, this is the first he'd ever heard of this. <laughs> and, and basically they're talking about building their own franchise of yeah. movies around Spider-Man. A Venom film. I right. think they may have even announced... Uh, the, the supposedly, Spider-Man's not going to be in. No, supposedly, film. Spider-Man is going to be in. Oh, okay. Well, That's I, actually, that I, was I the, heard the opposite. That was the big thing, is they said that Spy- Spider-Man is going to be a core part of these. Now, yeah. I think I think in that they mean that they're going to exist in the same universe, they're gonna, you know, same world. But you could tell... You, I mean, literally, you can tell. There's actually... Somebody did a meme, I think, of like... A, a slow it picture zoom in on his face when she first mentioned because he's like he's standing there really happy and all of a sudden he's like I'm not so happy anymore. I don't you know like this is legit the first time I'm fucking hearing about this I don't movie. think this is a good and it, idea and it it did worry me just a tiny bit that like I'm hoping this isn't that like alright great we got them to jumpstart us again now let's fucking pull pull Spidey back or I mean I, I know the deal probably is already set for some period of time yeah. but alright let's do our own thing with it now like we got this jump this this we got this uh, step up you know with, with, with what they're doing you know on this movie and now we'll take it back over kind of thing I really hope that's not it I hope they understand that this this doesn't just have to be a, a one and done thing I hope they understand and I mean I, I realize they have other stuff already played but you know what I mean like that they they continue this relationship. Hopefully, hopefully it grows stronger. Hopefully, I, th- I think so, man. Because I, I think that I think that Spi- I mean Spider Man prior to fucking Iron Man in two thousand eight when John Favreau started carrying that ring around. Apparently, yeah. Prior to that, Spider Man, Wolverine are probably your two biggest characters coming out of Marvel. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Spider-Man's up there with, like, Superman and Batman in terms yeah. of recognizability. Yeah. Especially at that time. Like, when... Yes. With the, the original Sony flicks coming out, like, Spider-Man 1 was huge, and then Spider-Man 2, to me, cement, cemented, like, okay, superhero movies can be not only, like, we don't have to rely on the ones from 10 and 20 years ago. Like, we, yeah. you know, the, 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 you know, first couple of Supermans and the first couple of Batmans. Like, you know, yeah. we... We can have some amazing for Marvel superhero movies. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that you know those those movies, along with X Men, Blade, you know, yeah, th- those really laid the groundwork for where we've gotten to now. But uh, anyway, the point being that um, Spider Man, at least in my mind, thinking about the comics, mm-hmm. Spider Man is so integral to everything. He is such a huge, huge cornerstone character yeah. for the Marvel Universe and comics. It is... And, you know, the, the title of the film being Homecoming and everything yeah. is so apropos, and that's exactly well, what it feels it, like. Finally, Spider-Man's where he belongs absolutely. in the MCU. And, it, and I love part it. of the joy of this movie. And I love, you know, it fits in with the film as well. It fits in with... He, a lot of this happens... At homecoming, at the end, you know, I mean, it's like it's like yeah. this. It has those, it has those those layers to it that of, of like the meaning. But yeah, man, it's this was so this was such a good realization of what they did. I I, yeah. I got to be honest. Yeah, I almost wondered if it would somehow maybe kind of fall under the pressure of like, oh god, the if this doesn't if this doesn't work. You know, somebody's going to be like, all right, we're out, you know, right, or this right. is what, you know, I mean, like, I I do feel like there is a lot on this film, not not so much for Marvel directly, you know, because, I mean, you know, a, a movie comes out and maybe it doesn't do quite as well. It's not like, oh, God, they're 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 losing their touch. Um, but this one was pretty big, you know, like, I, yeah. and, and I really, I, I feared that it might, might not sure. live up to expectation. But, man, if anything. They it, delivered it, and then some. Yeah, I was going to say. Um... Yeah, it, it what was else? I feel like there's so much we're missing. I, that's so the thing. I mean, there is. There's so much on. that we're missing. There's so much that we could be talking about. Um, there's popcorn in the back seat. I think that we, you know, we talked about the humor. Okay, so I remember one question that uh, that Fett asked. I remember he said he, he uh, asked a few. He did. He asked several. <laughs> um, do you think they're taking a bit much of a, oh. a bit too much of an Iron Man take yeah. on the Spider-Man suit? I kind of did, actually. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's. I even a remember kind of feeling that criticism. in the film, like, like it wasn't so much so that it hurt. And in fairness, it was one of those things where, like, had they done the movie with no other referencing points around it, 
I, I, I think it would have actually been a huge problem for me. Like, oh, you're just fucking making him. I mean, you're 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 make, you're giving him abilities well beyond what what would be expected. But yeah, when when you kind of take into the fact that yeah, I mean, this is he's Iron Man is basically doing all this for him. It it, it does work. Yeah, and I actually felt like the way they did it, it. It may have been maybe a tiny bit of a crutch because there's a huge chunk of the film where every comedic bit is coming from that. Yeah, there where every the technology like progression yeah. like or, or getting us to the next point is based on that. Like it became a a integral part, of, you know, to some degree uh, to the film. I, I don't know that I loved that, but then you know I kind of sit back and go, but still the, the lines were funny. Yeah. I I did the one thing they didn't go they didn't go. I'm sure they'll re, you know they'll come back to it at some point. What did he name? What did he name? Karen. Karen. They. There wasn't really a finish to that. I wish there had been like you know a little bit of a because I mean like the last line I think you have is like when he says, "Tell her how you feel," you know whatever. And she's like, "Shut up." Yeah. And yeah. I wanted there to be a little bit of a like coming back to that at some point, just to you know, but well, like like the two of them sort of shaking hands again. Yeah, yeah. But where he gets the suit taken away, and you know, yeah. where he see, like I was really hoping at the very end where he gets the suit back, we might get that little. You know, Peter, uh, or something well, like you know, I, I've motivated. been told. I've been told that you know you didn't pass your test or something. You know, like right. so. Uh, hey, Karen. Hey, Karen. Sorry about that. Or something. But that know, could have know. even motivated Aunt May to. He's like, who are you talking to? You know, to come <laughs> yeah, in there, there and, and deliver the what the fuck what line. What the fuck? My, I think I think you and I can say that our favorite our favorite phrase in human history. Is what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> we love when people scream "What the fuck!" It's like our favorite thing ever, I, and it was a great way to close the movie. It was. It that was. was like a special treat for you it, and I and Mister Show fans everywhere. It, it really was, and they do the uh, they do the whole thing of you know fake laugh. Peter is is putting out. Like he's letting he's letting a lot of people know who he is, you know. Kind yeah. Of thing. <laughs> I I but but again in the Marvel MCU, you know, everyone knows who Iron Man is. Yeah. They've kind of they they the first movie they sort of established that as a thing as a thing, and so I'm I'm mildly I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, they when they did it in what was it Spider Man Two, right? Yeah. When he takes off his mask and they all kind of they, they all put the it back on like, the train. See you. God, man, that was so good. That him. movie really like I remember up until Iron Man came out. Honest to goodness, Spider-Man Two and X Two were were absolutely. If you had asked me, I would say those are my top two favorite comic book movies yeah, of all time. Sure. And I mean, that's even including like you know your your Batman's and your your original Superman's and Superman Two and stuff, which I love. Yeah. But I did feel like it's like those are are at this point just so so far so. Uh, so far removed from where we are now that I'm just like, ah, you know, they are let down by their technology. They're let down by, you know, a few other things. I mean, the performances are great, and they're still fun to watch. Yeah. But these felt like current movies that were able to do all the things that we wanted to see them right. do. And, man, but ever since, you know, you know, really by the time we hit Avengers was when I was just like, I'm, I'm done. I, what, what, else, what else can you do? Yeah. Like, you know, because at that point we had had the first Iron Man. We had had Cap. Thor. Um, Thor, Thor was, was strong, although I, or Thor was, was good, although I didn't feel it was as strong as the, as the other films. Yeah. Even though I love Chris Hemsworth as, as Thor. And I think his performance as Thor is, is awesome. I just, Again, they, they didn't Thor, quite... Thor never works as well in solo films as he seems yeah. to work in Avengers films. Like, I cannot wait... And I I, 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 know. I accidentally have read like the team business, which I won't say anything about uh, of that of that teaser they've shown. But I'm dying to see this this teaser from uh, was it S, SDCC or whatever it is the the thing that just dropped like the other day D23 D23 yeah sorry the um, because they've 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 touched on you know a few of the things that you see in it. And I'm just I am dying to see Thor Ragnarok. I Me feel too. like that is good. Like. Me too. It's like I feel like it is going to be for a Thor film, like what Guardians is for Guardians. Like it's just yeah. that that one that just takes it to a to a whole new level. And frankly, I, I kind of hope to, finally takes, hits it out of the park. Takes two people that I think have done phenomenally in their roles with you know with both Thor and Hulk, with with Ruffalo and yeah. um, Hemsworth, Hemsworth, and 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 finally maybe give them a little more meat on the bones of what yeah. they can do with those characters and and have fun with it which which I'm sorry I got way sidetracked but it's just I'm right I, there with you I just I'm so so excited about what the the future holds for the the Marvel movies 
Um, yeah. I, I watched some of the thing on Marvel the other day because I was, I was actually trying to see if they put up that footage because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if they were going to actually put it up legit or what. And uh, they may have. I guess there's a comic series coming out called. Um, actually, I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's going to be like bringing together because you know they basically have gotten rid of almost every original character. You know, Steve Rogers is no longer Cap. It's, yeah, right. It's, uh, um, uh, Thor's no longer Thor. Thor's no longer Thor. Sp- uh, Hulk's no. I mean, Iron Man's no longer Iron Man. Like, Peter Parker's uh, no well, longer Spider Man. Hulk's no longer Hulk. You know? Yeah, yeah. And and they've they've you know done a lot of the gender you know bending things and changed a lot of characters into other you know races and other you know uh, male and female and stuff like that. And you know, right. and, and that's I, I actually don't. It sounds like a lot of those storylines have been really cool and interesting. But they are apparently they're bringing them all back together. Like they're all gonna kind of interact in a in a big crossover for for a while and. Uh, I do like, in a sense, that I like that we won't... I hope we don't just, like, forget where these characters that, that have been there for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, what they've got, where they've gotten us to, you know, and just say, like, you know, all right, well, they had their run, let's move on. Toss like, it's, it's I, 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 I hope we don't get to that point, because I really do love these characters. But I'm, I'm excited to see these new characters. You know, we're going to... We still got, what... Black, what do we got next? Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok's that's the later next this one. year, right? Yeah, that's and then we got Black Panther May-ish or something? Yeah, I think Black Panther is, is early summer next year, and then... I'm thinking that... I, I was that thinking there's Infinity two War? things. Yeah, uh, Infinity War's next... Uh, maybe that's that, maybe that's like the July movie next the year. Only maybe that's that mid-summer. I don't, the only one I don't guess I've heard anything on, really, was Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel, Captain I don't Marvel, think, is... Sorry. I think Captain Marvel's 2019. Oh, okay. So it's, I want to say, further off. Okay. yeah. Let's let's see what the release schedule is here for the Marvel movies. Ragnarok this year. Okay, Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, so Ant Man and the Wasp is like the November movie next year. Oh, that's okay. what it is. Okay, it's not before Infinity War. It's immediately after. So Black that's Panther's the three early. Films that's okay. Right. So Infinity War is summer. Yeah. So Black Panther is well. Let's let's just look here. Black Panther is going to be, I think, early summer next year. Um. February sixteenth. Oh, oh man, wow, that's shit. way closer. Than well, they probably are doing. That I thought so that I thought it was going to be like Guardians. I thought it was going to be like May. I bet you they're May doing 5th. this. So they don't step on the toes of Infinity War. Well, like, yeah, to, makes to, sense. to get it out in like say May and let it run through the right. summer. Okay, so Black Panther's February sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Infinity War is May fourth, twenty eighteen. So that's kind of the early summer one. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp is July sixth. So they're just like one on top of the other. Set to be released July 6, 2018. I, w- I wonder if that's maybe not... Maybe that's going to change. Because that, that would seem... That's awfully close. That would, that would seem like they've just cannibalized a lot of their, their market. I don't know. Anyway, it's, whatever. That's Well, I mean, it's two months. When did you say it was? Oh, well, I guess that's true. It's yeah, two yeah, months. yeah, that's true. That's Infinity true. Wars, okay. May 5th or whatever. Yeah. And this is July 6th. So, Still anyway. seems like... Anyway, but that, that, that's, that's... Not what I expected, but yeah. Marvel will own next summer. And you got to think, like, in a way, like, you know... Infinity War is such a and and you know Infinity War Part One, which didn't we hear at one time that they might not be doing two parts, but it does seem as though now it's well, co- it's called. I mean, it may not be called Infinity War Part Two, but it's it's going to be like Infinity War. And it's going to be the continuation of that. Yeah, story. and uh, I think I did and read Infinity where War sequel, the Russo brothers posted like a two-word um, one down. I think is what it said. Was oh it yeah, like, so, so like they're they, done with they're part done one. with they're done with uh, principal shooting on part one. So this is interesting too. Look at 2019, Captain Marvel, March 8th, 2019, the next Avengers movie following Infinity War, May 3rd, 2019. Okay. Spider-Man: Homecoming sequel. Oh no no no! I thought that that said, yeah yeah, July 5th, 2019. Yeah, so that so that same year. Dude. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh this is going to be a good year. And next year is going to be a good year too. Few years going to be good, man. I, <laughs> I still this, I, I really, I really enjoyed this film. It, the one thing I, I think I liked, uh, maybe more than anything about it, is it felt slightly like a little bit smaller movie. Like it's like they didn't, yeah, they didn't have to make it so. It wasn't Spider-Man saving the world. Yeah, like exactly, like you know this, this, this. This story in which, like, if it didn't happen, like, you know, the the universe was gonna, you know, eat itself or something, you know, yeah. which, um, which in a way is kind of nice because after coming after uh, coming uh, back after something like Guardians Two, where right. that really was kind of the the, the potential downside. That was of, what uh, was uh, that was what was on the table. Exactly, and so for the fact that that's going from that to frankly just a lot more down to earth, like you know, thing that 
fits more Spider-Man. You know, you. Yeah. The one thing I do love about the Marvel universe is I feel like they maybe do better than DC at like. DC has like from the get-go with the with maybe like you know you take like a a Batman or something out of it. Everyone else is is our gods essentially. Essentially, yeah. And and Marvel seems like they have a little more of that you know tiered thing. Like here's right. the guys that kind of do the the day-to-day grunt work and here's the guys that work on this and oh you got shit going on that's universe killing right. like that these are the people that do that and it's just you have these levels and, and I know in you've fairness, got four get... saving the entire like yeah. the universe itself yeah all the way down to Daredevil Where, whereas in DC defending it's almost... the two blocks that is Hell's Kitchen yeah and in DC it's almost as if you get like every character does everything you know Superman saves the kitten from a, a tree yeah. and the universe from a Giant cyber cat that's going to eat it. Right. I haven't seen that Superman film yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It was good. It was called the universe. It was called Geostorm. It's called Geostorm. Ah man, such a good flick, man. Such a good flick. Yeah, I mean not Geostorm, but yes. No, no, yes, not Geostorm. You know, I, I I I mean, only because we haven't seen it. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's great. It's, it's so, it's so terrible to me. I find it so unsatisfying. That when we really love a film, we struggle to think about things to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's true. And when we hate a film, we got no shortage of things to talk about. But here's one thing I thought of: mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie, Peter's video diary, and it's four by three, and going back and seeing what shoots four by three in video anymore. Right. The the uh, but seeing the lead up to Civil War and his involvement in Civil War, seeing him and Happy, and all the things that kind of happened leading yeah. up to the fight in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love that. And that's something that we have... I mean, we've seen that before where you see the events happen a certain way and then you go back and you see them happen a different... Maybe from a different perspective, a different character's perspective. Yeah. And that changes things. And usually, what what comes to mind for me is you see something like that work as a way to set up a villain. Like, you see the same events occur again, but from another character's perspective. In this case, it's... It's the villain, and you're saying, oh, you know, but this was terrible for them, and now that sets them on a dark we, path. I think we even saw that a little bit in um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Isn't that, like, doesn't, um, uh, what's his name, Jamie Foxx witness something as, he's that huge Spider-Man fan, remember? Yeah. And he witnesses these things, and, like, one of the events, like, he saves them, which kind of, you know, makes him, like, really like him, but that's also what sort of starts him down the path of what ends up putting him in the position to become the villain yeah, right. later. Um, that movie actually was a lot worse than I, than I remember. But anyway... Um, anyway, but the, the point uh, is, I loved seeing that used here, Yeah, but for comedic effect. Oh, God, total comedic effect. It was It was amazing. brilliant. It was, it was such a it fun was way. It was spectacular. It was. That was, it that was, was a nice That was a nice pull. Uh, it was I was really, just talking like Donald Trump. Isn't that what you do? It's, it's spectacular. He's a phenomenal... He's a good, no, I'm just It's kidding. huge. It's, it's going to be the hugest YouTube the hugest, video ever. Um... I loved it. These are good people making these movies here. I absolutely loved that. It was a really, really fun way to start the film and Mm. to sort of remind you what a different character Peter Parker is in terms of age and all these other things coming into the MCU, mixing with the Avengers. It it really, I think, grounds you in his frame of mind, which is a very enthusiastic, eager kid. and And that... Obviously, I mean that's like the foundation you need to build the entire film on. Absolutely, because that's what they're exploring. Well, and they and they it, just, it was so good because you do you he feels exactly like what you would feel like if you were this yeah. 14, 15 year old kid that is in the position you're in. You're like, holy shit! Yeah. I just want to I just want to grab know? the world and yeah, and just and do you're my so thing. you so want to be like you're even putting off the stuff at school because you want to be part of this other team. Like, here's people that like you and accept you and, you know, whatever. And like, ah, the Avengers. Yeah, I'm part of the Avengers, even though you're totally not. You're totally part not of the part of the Avengers. Um, I, uh, I really, I dug that. I actually was, I kind of thought the end, that whole thing of like them, him bringing him in and then him turning him down. I thought oh, yeah, it was showing funny. him the iron spider. Yeah. Suit. Showing him the iron spider suit and all that sort right. of stuff. And then, um, and, and you know, sending him his 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 old suit, you know, back kind of thing. Like I I love that. I thought they they did a really nice job because that's that's the thing. He does still need time. Like he needs yeah. he needs time to be a kid. Like that. I think it showed that whole time in between where he took it away from him. And I love the whole bit. Like uh, let's just let's just say that it was, it was like it was like the thing you needed to uh, the tough love you needed. Let, let's just At say that. Time. Yeah, it worked. It yeah, was it great. Worked. It was a great plan on my part. It was great. Like he like he planned it all along. You know. Well. 
love I agree. It's so good. And you know that's it, it's interesting to think about. I don't I don't get too caught up most of the time in um, the, the the relative morality or life lesson or something like that that a film or TV show may espouse, even though that kind of thing abounds. Sure. I usually don't get too caught up in it because they're so superficial. Exactly. Ultimately, absolutely, absolutely. However, going back to what I was saying near the beginning about how this feels like a John Hughes superhero film. Mm-hmm. There is an interesting kind of thing to this where, because let's face it, you and I have seen tons and tons of movies that are all about the kids who are right and the parents are wrong. Yeah. And uh, there's like genres of movies built on that premise. And it is kind of an interesting thing that in this case, ultimately Peter's realization is that Tony is right. Yeah. And that he's not ready for, um, or, or, or he is and he isn't. He's ultimately not ready for what he thinks he is. Yeah. He's not he's not prepared for that yet. And when he does get a taste of it, finally, and he is able to rise to the occasion and, and really save the day. Yeah. But he has that sort of moment of maturity where he says, You know what? I'm still a kid and maybe I ought to just focus on being a yeah. kid. I do and, and it's it's there's an interesting irony to that Absolutely. in and of itself. But it also, I think, is just sort of an interesting kind of twist on what you would might normally expect. Which is kids right, adults wrong. Uh, well, like I, I said, it's just an interesting no, thing. I think you're exactly right. And the thing I think is kind of funny is, I think Tony actually acts quite childish in the scene. You know, you know, in, yeah, in the. Yeah, I totally. think I actually will say the one time I actually kind of got slightly mad at the movie was when he tears him down after the incident on the boat. Yeah, on the ferry. I thought there should have been like I understand where he's coming from, and I really do understand the end point. But he's obviously angry and i think he's angry because he let it get to that point because he didn't like when he yeah. says like who why do you think the fbi was there well then why didn't you fucking tell him right why didn't you know you you didn't give him any time so why would he have thought to do anything different you know i i will say like i thought that was something i wish they had explored a little bit not like i want him to be like you know looking at tony as a father figure constantly or anything like that but i thought there could have been a little bit more of that like you know well, what did you expect? What right. did you want me to do? I thought I was doing what you wanted me to do. He's like, you know, you I want you to be suit. better. Exactly. He's like, I want you to be better than me. And he's like, right. well, you know, I I need I need help with it. You when I when I'm reaching yeah. out to you, I need you to give me something back. Because in fairness, th- like they did, they played that whole thing where he never responds back to him. And I I I was hoping. I really thought there would be a moment later in the film where he would come back and kind of admit, like, not. I mean, maybe not the generic like this is all my fault yeah i you know i put you in this position i I did like how he was a little bit angry and a little bit of a of a also kind of a petulant child of like well i'm gonna take it away from you you know because you can't you obviously can't handle it when it should have been a little bit like you know this was my fault i should have you know i should have told you this but the problem is you you aren't ready and I do need to see that and da 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 da, right. da you know but anyway it's, well I, I think that the subtext of the scene is, is that Tony is, is afraid yes his, his anger is out of the fear when he says like if you die if, if, if they had died that's on you if, if you die it's on that's me. on me you right. know and, and I, I, I thought that was actually really good so I, I think that without kind of saying it you know but if you just sort of watch the scene and think about okay why are the characters responding in this way yeah you know they're both coming into that scene angry because they're both afraid yeah because Peter has seen what the stakes can be, how high the stakes can be, and Tony has seen. Tony knows what they are. He's uh, Tony knows what the stakes are, but he also, a, again, I mean, you know, Tony is a, is a character mired in his hubris. Yeah. And just, I mean, just as with Ultron, I mean, Tony keeps making the same mistakes over and over and over again, thinking yeah. I can just invent my way out of this problem. Yeah, yeah. And so, giving Peter this suit, giving him the ability to do all these things in effect encouraging him yeah to do these things but just thinking that his sort of you know little pep talk in the car is enough is going to be enough to sort of keep him in yeah. the, in the the shallows i think that that scene actually is a lot richer and more complex than it is at first blush like when you really kind of think about what is at stake for those two characters and what it is that they're afraid of yeah. that's driving that anger it's really good stuff. Oh no, I, I, I yeah, totally agree with you there. I guess I guess it's that I do think you know sometimes it's like in a lot of times people say like you know well you, you know the movie should have you, there should be subtlety like you don't not everything needs to be said and I do agree with that. Right. I actually think I'm but an I, advocate for that. But I do think certain movies 
benefit from more from that than other. I think if you're having like a serious drama, I absolutely think that. There's, right. there's, where, there's, where you're just sitting you... there meditating on everything. Exactly. Right. When it's a movie like this, I do sometimes think that they should vocalize those things to some degree. And, yeah. and, and that's why I was saying, like in this, I didn't think it was... Do you need meth? I think I just see somebody over there that could get us meth if we need it. Oh, no, they, they could um, totally get us meth. Um, the, I'm uh, going to be honest with you, Tony. They may not have any meth left. I, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. <laughs> they, may have, they may have already gone through their supply for the Jesus. day. <laughs> anyway, um, but, but yeah, I, that, was, that was just, like I said, nitpicking. My, you know, that, that's, right. And I guess that's sometimes where we do get to the end of these films, especially myself. I know you, you I, I am like, my thing is, Man, I loved ninety nine percent of it. Here's a couple of things I would have tweaked. That's just the way I look at That's things. True, like yeah. I, That's I it's not not that I'm saying like I think the movie is garbage. It's just that my mind goes to, well, this was perfect, so it's checked off my list. I don't need yeah. to think about it anymore. It's like, like I was saying earlier, we've got plenty to talk about exactly. when the movie's bad. And I know sometimes people maybe get good. frustrated because they think like, oh man, you just seem like you're poopling it all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the things that frustrated me or the things that I would have done differently. Because let's, I'm awesome. <laughs> obviously. And you should do what I think. Speaking of someone else who is awesome, uh, let's close out today with another another comment from Lavitz on Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Having seen Spider-Man Homecoming and having seen all the things his suit can do, okay. obviously there's the scene with Donald Glover yeah. in, in the advanced interrogation mode. Yep. In response, Lavitz says, <laughs> so is Batman always in advanced interrogation mode? <laughs> I think Spider-Man Homecoming definitively answers that with a firm yes. Resounding yes. yes. That is resounding yes. Batman. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm not a girl, I'm a man. I love like how, 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 that was awesome. It, it is It is a pretty fun moment. I wonder if the... if Do you think... I mean, I, I, I was kind of surprised by Donald Glover being in that role. That seemed like such a... It seemed like a near cameo. Yeah, and and maybe he's just like like maybe it's like Christian Slater in Star Trek Six. Like I'm such a fucking huge Spider Man fan. I, I got to be in this movie. They said his name, and I can't remember what it was. He's not going to be like Carnage or somebody, is he? Like they didn't. Ooh, they weren't know. trying to set up like a because because I mean he's obviously a criminal. I mean he seemed like he's, he's not as bad a guy as the others, but he's obviously right. done. He, crim- he's a petty thief activity. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which um, which I kind of think is the the history of the guy that was. Uh, carnage because he wasn't like a ser- like he wasn't like I don't, I don't think he's like serial killer or anything like that I think he was just well, kind of like a normal criminal. that's a great question I don't and, know. and I don't know I mean I know that they've said that carnage is going to be the villain for Venom yeah. in the Venom film so yeah. but I, I, I've not read just you know because I, I you wanted to stay away from it I kind of I'm trying to stay away from it but which you, you, you're smart to do I, I, I was lucky enough that I didn't ruin anything that raises a great question which is are they kind of setting up I, I think we'll, we'll like have that. to talk more about this because I, I, I want to find that, that video shit, and send, I want to send you that video so you can watch Kevin Feige <laughs> just sort of go from Squirm. go from like hey this is an awesome day to like we might need to talk to our lawyers <laughs> uh, Rudy, anyway Rudy K says just came back from the theater god damn this movie is awesome we god agree with you you're right. we agree with you Rudy K this movie is fucking awesome and you guys are awesome uh, for listening to us because we are awesome we are all awesome because of this movie I think is the point that I'm... We are better people for having seen this film. That's exactly right. And we were already awesome. We were already pretty good. So now... Even better. It's like, what's... We're like... It's like, what's Infinity plus one? We're like... Now that we've seen Spider-Man, we're like one louder. (laughs) We are. We are one... We just... just, Why don't you just make ten the loudest and put... You just get that extra little bit. Well, but... Over the top. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're not sure what the next movie is going to be. We're talking about a few things. Uh, we're talking about Valerian as possibility. Valerian. I, I was I'm, I was not necessarily terribly excited about Valerian, but I will admit I'm start, starting to warm to it. So me too. I, the the tra- you you I think I were was into it earlier. It and I, yeah, I was into it earlier. You're probably right. I do think it'll be. I think it'll be an awesome view. I guess I was a little surprised. I did not know that it had quite the history it did. The, 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 it's based on a French comic that's been around since like 76 or 75. Oh, really? Like for, and, and ended in like 2010. So, I mean, it's been around for like a long time. So, I, I don't know. I went and read a little bit on it. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little more interested now. Interested now. So, that, so that maybe, may have to be it. Maybe Valerian. We'll see. We'll let you guys know. Mer- maybe Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, definitely. Pitch Perfect 3. Whenever we head to the theater again... We will put out the call, send us more questions, more topics for discussion. 
and all that fun stuff. That was uh, it's great to, to hear from you guys and to know what you guys are interested in talking about when it comes to the movies we cover here on the breakdown. Some of the direct messages you send us on our Twitter though are inappropriate. I just want to put that out there. That's that's very true, well, especially the ones with uh, with pictures. Yes, those almost universally yes, are inappropriate. For ones that I've seen. With that. We want to thank you for joining us once again. He's Tony Grice. I'm Brent Adams. We'll be back next time. Until then, the breakdown rolls on. Oh, and I love the fucking music over the Marvel, over the Marvel. Oh, with the dude, spike. that was. Na, 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 I forgot all about that. That's na, awesome. I really, I, I like that. that whole scene too. That the scene with um, the scene where he's in that alleyway and he's like. Don't steal any other people's car. It's my car. He's like, hey, turn on the alarm. He's like, you know, don't make me come down there, you you, you uh, punk. punk. Ah. How's your mother, Audrey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I thought that, that, was, that was awesome. Because that is, that is the thing. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm being the good guy. Oh, oh I fucked up. Yeah, I, I Whoops. Still figuring it out. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah.